Pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. You know, I often uh, think every time I looked at my, I have a monitor over here. Every time I look at my monitor, I often wonder if I should have redone my monitor, if I should have, if I should have started my show with me clear back here. Would that, have, would that have been better if I, rather than clear up here in your face? So we could, take, we could take a vote on which one of those you like. If I get clear back here, then it's hard for me to get clear up here. So I just know eventually I'm going to get clear up here. But if it's better for you that I'm back, then I'm, I'm willing to do that. Hey, 2-2-22. Two, two, That's where we are today. 2-2-22. Two, two, and for those of you who like to chase numbers, funny we were talking about that as we, as in the, in the chat just before we came in. Today at 2.22, it will be 2.22.2.22. Is that right? Is that the way that it works? Man, oh, man. Boy, it must be something crazy going to happen today, all you number chasers. By the way, we're going to – while this is fresh on my brain, I'm going to go there. I'm going to Paul, call Dr. Paul Goslin then because <coughs> I'm I, dealing with an issue – all of us are dealing with issues. We go to the doctors, and the doctors uh, run tests, blood tests. They do all kinds of different things, and they come back with some numbers, and then then they uh, then they treat you according to numbers, right? And so uh, it's happening in our family the other day. And I sent a text to Doc and said, "What do you think, here, Doc?" And he says, "Well, first of all, stop chasing numbers. Stop chasing numbers. What is that? What do you mean by that, Doctor Paul? This this would be really advantageous to a lot of people. Stop." chasing numbers what does that mean well i'll give you an example where somebody can go down that rabbit hole and destroy somebody's life somebody gets if you go to the mall and they're offering prostate exams get some blood work next thing you know you got a little bit of a high prostate just they send him off to a specialist he starts doing tests ultrasounds biopsies Money starts rolling in. Next thing you know, you go into a specialty and they're ripping that stuff up and you can't get an erection. You can't get hold your piss in. And here's the here's the reality, folks. Seventy years old, you die. Seventy percent of the people have prostate cancer undiagnosed. Okay. Uh. Prostate goes up when you're you're driving a truck, slamming up and down on your butt when you're driving or you fall on your butt. Okay, there's games that have been playing. And uh, that's my soapbox for today. Don't chase. So chase chasing numbers means you go to the doctor and says, oh, your blood level says this. And then, boy, you go to get treatment for that blood level. And they, they may treat that blood level, but something else gets out of balance. And so your advice is if you're sick, go to the doctor. Otherwise, don't. Well, in other words, Paul, wellness checks, although effective, can lead down the wrong pipe. Is that what you're saying, bud? Absolutely. And it's a game. It's medicine. It's it's loose money. It's it's the root of all evil, folks. Money is the root of all evil. Amen. Same with golfing. The love of money, yes, sir. Yeah, the love of money is the root of all evil. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm I'm getting getting my screen set. Oh, listen. I'm, I, this is what they call a disclaimer. Go ahead, Jim. Come on in there before I change gears. Go ahead, Jim. <clears throat> hey, Coach, sorry. I forgot to share this with you the other day, um, and this is relevant to what you went through with Declan, because I think uh, your daughter uh, had a prenatal screening. Yeah. And uh, there was an article in the New York Times the other day that said 85% of those tests are inaccurate. They're mm. wrong. Wow, 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 huh? Well, don't chase numbers, right, Dr. Paul? That, that, that is some great advice I will never forget. In fact, it's the same line that we used to use as a football coach. When uh, we got our butts beat, I would look at the stat sheet. 
the statistics sheet after the game. Our guy took chat. He, I'd say, Dad, gone. We gained more yards than them. We rushed for more yards than them. I'd go down all these things we won. And then somebody would say, yeah, but you got your ass beat. Right? So it's chase, don't chase numbers, right? Amen. Numbers are just numbers. <laughs> statistics are for losers, folks. Statistics are for losers. So uh, just, hey, let your body talk to you, man. Just listen, just listen to your body. Just listen to your body. So yeah. I'm gonna I want to make this disclaimer as I jump into this because this kind of it's kind of risky for me, uh, really, folks. I want you to know this. I am working out my own salvation with fear and trembling. Okay, I am not a theologian. I've never claimed to be a theologian. I've never claimed to be an expert. In fact, if I if you were to put a gun to my head and make me sit down and give you my theological doctrinal positions. I don't know if I could, I really don't know if I could do it. I really don't know. And I think if you guys would be honest, a lot of you are probably in the same place, which is why I love this show because I can throw something out there. Mark Trump, I forgot to call you. I, I had kids all over my house last night, Mark. They were here to late wee hours and you know me, I go to bed early. So we'll connect today. Information you guys out there, all of you out there, information you guys send me is it's startling some of the information people send me. And so I, 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 <clears throat> I read everything. Even when, when Kevin sends me four-hour videos, I, I try to watch everything that I can, but I have a life. But I know what I do believe. <clears throat> I know what I do. I know what I do believe to be true. But I have to tell you, there's a lot of things that I don't think are true or at least aren't. Everything has to be by faith, doesn't it? Come on, everything has to be by faith. I get that, right? But there's a lot of stuff I've been taught that I'm, I'm just telling you, I know it's not true. I just know it's not true. So I'm, I'm, I was pondering today <clears throat> from yesterday's show. Because <clears throat> yesterday's show, we were talking about, uh, uh, you know, uh, Psalm 2, kings of this earth conspiring against the Lord, I guess his anointed, and the impacts of the devil and spirits. And, you know, we... That goes, it goes a million different directions. It goes into the Nephilim. It goes into the giants being buried down in Antarctica. It goes, man, it goes a million different directions. That's what I love about this. Because when somebody brings something up to me in here that I'm not real sure of, I want you to know I research it. I research it. Not because I don't want you to ever tell somebody, well, Coach Dave said, because I'm telling I don't know. I'll be, if I know, I'll tell you. If I don't know, I'll say, hey, I don't know. And a lot of times, as I say, I throw meat out there on the table so we can chew on it, right? So I was thinking about demonic influences and why Christians don't get involved and why the devil's kids are running the government. And I think I made a connection. I was up early this morning. Lord had me up early this morning. I think I made a connection, and I started doing some research on it today. So if, if you just bear with me here, I want to make a little bit of a, I want to make a little bit of a case for the fact. The reason the devil is in control of everything is because the devil is a narcissist. He's a narcissist. The devil is. And so when the devil influences people, he influences people, among other things, to be narcissistic. To be narcissistic. What we see going on in America today, and all... Even in the church, I'm sorry, even in the church, we see Satan appearing as a narcissist in people, creating in people a narcissistic approach to life. I'm going to, I'm going to dive into it here quickly. Paul, did you want to say something real quick? You popped in regarding that? Uh, no, I'm going to wait for you, coach. Then okay. We'll in. Okay. All right. So, so I, I, I did some research. Spencer, if you could pull up for me, two things have popped into my brain. What is the difference? Between, first of all, narcissist and psychopath. psychopath. A narcissist. And friends, remember this. Hi, Reese. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. We don't even understand the words we use. We don't understand. In fact, how about this? What's the difference is there a difference? My, my granddaughter stayed with us last night. Is there a difference between Lucifer and Satan? Are they the same guy? I'm doing some research on that right now, folks. 
You would say, well, of course they are. Well, you would say that till you start reading some scriptures. Say, wow. And how many different names does the devil actually have? I'm going to try to. Is I'm going I'm, I'm to try to. We, I'm going to try to work our way through that because we know this: at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. So no matter how many names that narcissistic devil has, God has power. So let me jump real quickly. Let's go to a uh, Bible verse. It says Lucifer. Lucifer. All right. Love you, sweetie. Stay with me here, okay? Hey, I'm going to say it again. Disclaimer. I am not a theologian. But I can read and I can think. And it says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? This is Isaiah 14, by the way, 12 through 20. How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weakens the nations? Wow. So when he's cut down the ground, we can... Um, For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. Narcissist. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high God. And it isn't funny that the gospel teaches us to die to ourselves. There is no I in the gospel, all right? And so Satan, who falls, why does he fall? Because he's a narcissist. I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to. The glorification of self and personality, that is the spirit of the age. And I believe the spirit of Lucifer that gets us into the mess that we're in because we're seeing that our government is being controlled by what? Eyes. Eyes. So I did some. I did a little bit of digging. And I said, uh, "What is a, what is a nar? I'm looking at my list here. What is a narcissist? What is one? Well, the click on where it says Mayo Clinic. Mayo Clinic. There one. Uh, well, you say which one's that? Code? I'm sorry, guys. Bear with me, here, folks. One, two, three, four, fifth thing down. Mayo Clinic. Narcissistic." personality disorder. And folks, as I read down through these real quickly, you're going to find this is our elected political class. And dare I say it, this is some of the men standing in the pulpit. Sorry, I'm just telling you, this is it. This is it. This is the, this is one of the main ways that the enemy attacks with what? I trouble, me trouble, my trouble. It's never ours. It's always I, me, my. That is the one of the narcissistic personality disorder, one of several types of personality disorders. See, folks, it's not a personality disorder. It's a demonic impact. It's a demonic uh, influence. It's a mental condition. No, it isn't. It's a spiritual condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive attention and admiration. Think of Nancy Pelosi. Think think of our elected officials. Excessive need, attention, and admiration. Troubled relationships. Lack of empathy for lack of empathy for others. But behind this mask of extreme confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to the slightest criticism. Boom! Is this nailing it? Is this is this the spirit of the age? A narcissistic personality disorder causes problems in many areas of life relationships, work, school, financial affairs. People with narcissistic personality disorders may be generally unhappy and disappointed when they're not given the special favors or admiration that they deserve. They may find their relationships unfulfilling and others may not enjoy being around them. (laughs) Folks, this is it, isn't it? Isn't, Isn't this what we're dealing with? Narcissistic. Is this not? Bible tells us that the weapons of his warfare are not carnal. This is one of the weapons of Satan. It was his, it was what pulled him down, friends. It was this narcissistic behavior that pulled him down. Scroll down a little bit, Spence. Oh, I got a lot. Um, So here they are. Here, Here are symptoms of narcissism. Folks, here are symptoms of people who are possessed or influenced by a spirit of narcissism. I don't know what you would call it. I don't know what that spirit is. It's that same spirit of I will, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will that Satan had. Here's how, how you know. They have an exaggerated sense of self-importance. They have a sense of entitlement and require constant attention. 
They expect to be recognized as superior, even without achievements that warrant it. They have exaggerated their achievements and talents. They're preoccupied with fantasies about success, power, brilliance, beauty. They believe they are superior and can only associate with equally special people. They monopolize conversations and belittle or look down on people they perceive as inferior. Can you say elected officials? Can you say actors? Can you say some pastors that you can't even get near? Can anybody say that for me? They'd monopolize conversations. I was reading this. I thought, daggone, is this me? Do I have some of these characteristics here on this show? Because I sure don't mean to, right? They believe they're, uh, where, where am I? They expect special favors and unquestioning compliance. They take advantage of others to get what they want. They have an inability or unwillingness to recognize the needs and feelings of others. They're envious of others and believe others envy them. They behave in an arrogant or haughty manner, coming across as conceited, boastful, pretentious. They insist on having the best of everything, for instance, the best car or office. And if you have a special pastor to come into your, uh, you invite a pastor to come and speak to your church, and he wants a, he wants special water and a special room. And Folks, I know how these things work on the end side and this is what it is okay but at the same time people with narcissistic personality don't have trouble handling anything they perceive as criticism <laughs> oh my goodness when you criticize they become angry or impatient you know they because they didn't get special treatment they have in, they have significant interpersonal problems they feel slighted they react with rage or contempt to try to belittle others persons to make themselves appear superior have difficulty regulating emotions and behavior experience with major problems dealing with stress and adapting to change I'll put this in the chat feel depressed and moody because they fall short of perfection have secret feelings of insecurity shame vulnerable and humiliation oh I got a lot I'll open it up here but I got to say this can I say this Oh, my goodness. Boy, oh, boy. What's her name on The View? Uh, Whoopi. Whoopi Goldberg. She just found out who you're allowed to criticize, didn't she? (laughs) She criticized the Jews. Two weeks, man. Gone for two weeks. She can criticize Christians. She can criticize Trump supporters. She can criticize anybody. But as soon as she says something about the Jews, gone, baby. Gone. Because why? It's a spirit of narcissism. Anybody picking up what I'm laying down? Do you see what's going on? That this Her spirit, name this is demon, this demon has come in and has grabbed control. Oh, I got so much to go. But I'm going to go to Joe Allen real quick. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, my. This is this is so good. This ought to be about a month series, some of the stuff I found here. Go ahead, Joe. This is what a father should teach their children. This is a, my father taught this to us kids, nine kids, and about narcissism of using the word I. Try to mm-hmm. start out a conversation without using the word I. Or my. Or my. I or my. That's because right? Because yep. that comes from the devil. That's what the devil said. I mm-hmm. I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I That's what that's what got me through the from the government and the military is staying away from the people that said I. Yes, sir. Well, how about how about Fauci? How about Fauci? Yeah. Does Fauci get mad when anybody questions him, huh? Do those guys in positions of power, do they, uh-huh, are they? Hillary, Hillary kills people. Well, maybe she doesn't, but she knows somebody who does, right? And you know, Whoopi Goldberg, Dean, when she had that interview, she did not apologize at all. She said the white man. Hey, Joe, they're not mad that she said the white man. They're mad she said the J word. (laughs) Oh, this is so good. Julie, come on in. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, team. Um, This reminds me of the um, Jezebel and the Ahab spirit. It's like rampant to this whole world. I mean, they work together, Julie. They work together. Ahab and Jezebel work together. In order for in order for Jezebel to uh, be effective, she has to be working with or for an Ahab who won't take authority. See, Jezebel has taken authority. She has seized authority. That's the Jezebel spirit. But it only works if there's an Ahab who is doesn't have enough stones to put her in her place. Say, no, you're not doing this, right? By the way, 
That's probably why Hillary hated Trump so much. Probably. Now, Trump's probably one of these guys, too. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, right? That, oh, my God. Come on in, Doc. Doc and then Myra. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Fauci, um, when he talks about Ron Paul comes after him, his immediate yep. response is to be the victim. Okay, yep. that's another thing these people do. Yes, now, sir. I want to make this clear. This is what our kids are being taught, narcissism. Mm. And medical schools now are just so full of it. It's I'm surrounded by it. And the cure for narcissism is humiliation, humility, and beating them down to a pulp. Yes, sir. Yes, and, sir. And, and folks, you are right. We started home by elevating our children above what they ought to be elevated. But we got to be really, really careful in that, man. Teach you, Try to teach your children to serve, you know, better than anybody else. Uh, Myra, come on in. Yes. Good morning, Saints. Uh, Dr. Gosling, excellent about beating it up. I want to read Colossians 2.15 because that's what Jesus has done. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphantly over them in it. In other words, he's... He spiked the football. Jesus spiked the football, right? He embarrassed his enemies and spiked the football on them. It says right there, Myra just read it, baby. Myra just read it. Come on in, uh, uh, Kevin, Country Girl, and Reggie. Go, Kevin. Yeah, Coach. So God made man in his image, and Satan is remaking society in his image, which yeah. is a narcissistic, sociopathic society. And, mm-hmm. and you look around, that's all you see. My wife and I have talked about this at nonstop. He literally looked at society years and years ago and then compared the attitude of society today. It's narcissism and sociopathy. And that's exactly, mm-hmm. you nailed it. That's exactly from Satan because that's his personality. Well, that's why you turn in here, Kevin, because I'm often nailing it, right? Amen. Now, huh? now Stephanie just texted me and she says, how many times do people look into a mirror? <laughs> Women stay in front of them, put their eyebrows on in the right place. See, we all have those narcissistic tendencies, don't we? Wait a minute, Stephanie, I lost your message there because it's good. I'm, folks, this is fun. I'm so feeling this today. And, and how about this? Stephanie says, and how about a culture that pushes selfies? Selfies, selfies. Go to Facebook and you want to see narcissism, go to Facebook, folks. Uh, it's all about them, what they think, yada, yada, yada. Come on in, country girl. Or who's the next? I say, is that right? Yeah, country girl, go ahead. You're right, coach. And I've heard people say selfies promote self love, but what kind of self love? Yeah. That's the point. It's a superficial, skin deep, you know, <laughs> puddle, puddle deep uh, self love. So Proverbs 16.5 says, everyone proud and arrogant in heart is disgusting, hateful, and exceedingly offensive to the Lord. Be assured, and in my Bible, it says assured means I pledge it. They will not go unpunished. So we don't find narcissism or narcissistic or narcissist in the Bible, but we do find the biblical equivalent to the word, and that is pride. Pride, amen. It's off of pride. Spencer, if you could, go back to that Mayo Mayo Clinic then real quickly, if you could. No, no, I'm sorry, Spencer, wrong one. Go back to Lucifer. Go back to the Lucifer link there for me real quickly. If it's up there, I'm I'm not linked to it, Spence. I don't know what's going on. Is it up there? I don't know what happened. Yeah, the Bible verse. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Bible verse. Because I want to point something out, which is what the country girl just said there. Okay, so I will send above the clouds, yada, yada. Then look at this. Folks, this, oh, man. Verse 14, I will send above the heights of the clouds. I'll be like the most high. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. Don't miss this next verse. And they that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee. In other words, they're going to take their glasses off and they're going to squint. And they're going to say, what? Is this the man that made the earth to tremble? This guy? Do you see that? Is this, They're going to squint. 
They're going to look narrowly and say, is this, are you kidding me? This guy made the earth to tremble. This guy shook the kingdoms. This is the guy that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof, opened not the house of the This punk! And watch this. All the kings of the nations, even all of them, lie in glory. Everyone, scroll down, Spence, everyone in his own house. But thou art cast out of thy grave like an abominable brink. He's talking to the devil. And as the remnant of those that are slain thrust through the sword that go down to the stones of the pit as a carcass trodden underfoot. We have it, folks. We serve a conquering king. You shall not be joined with him in burial because thou hast destroyed thy land and slain thy people. And the seed of evildoers shall never be renowned. We have a conquering king. I got more to do. I'll stop. Come on in, Reggie. As soon as you started talking about this, I remembered the book I had read by Fulton Sheen. Everybody remembers Archbishop Fulton Sheen. He had a show. So he wrote a lot of books. He was an intellectual. And he diagrammed exactly what you're talking about. This book was written in 1950. So he diagrammed it with the ego and the I. And he said, the ego is made to the image and likeness of the spirit of the world in which it lives. And it says, the ego is a conformist. It is adjusted to its times. But scripture warns, be not conformed to the world. Mm-hmm. I thought, I mean, it's instantly, I was like, ah, oh, that book. I remember his, because this is all what this book is about. This is the ego. Uh, amen. Ego, they give it names, don't they? It, ego, and super ego. He wrote that, 1950. 1950. I was born 52. Dale, come on in. Brother, I'm going to go three different directions. I'm going to pull one of yours, but it's all good. First off, this thing about this, you think about it. It wasn't God himself who casted Satan down. It wasn't, it wasn't God himself who bound him in the pit that we read in Revelation. Because, see, when Jesus shows up and deals with the devil, he destroys him. I mean, destroys the work of the devil. That was that Colossians 2.14 right? Having disarmed, he disarms them, he strips them of their power and authority, and it says having triumphed over them, he makes a public display before them. Brother, let me tell you what, that that is, I love that. Now, here's another thing. Whoopi Goldberg, that is not her name. Her name is Karen. Her name is Karen Johnson. She's a Karen. That's what she is. Now, (laughs) And she said something bad about the Jews, so she's banned for two weeks. Go ahead. Karen. And then the third thing, brother, listen, the sword is being pulled out in another Goliath here in Louisiana. 100 people have lined up and sued the mayor of New Orleans who demands vaccinations and uh, cards to go into restaurants. 100 people have filed personal lawsuits against her yesterday. Let's go get them. (laughs) What a time to be alive. Thanks, Dale. uh, Rochelle, then Todd. Good morning, team. Um, I just, when you first started talking about uh, narcissistic and narcissism, I I remembered that narcissist was a, he he was originally, that name was a Greek god. Yes. He fell in love with himself. Yes, sir. So, looking at uh, looking at himself in the mirror all the time, just like all you girls putting that makeup on. Go ahead, go ahead. And and then there um, there are I think there is differences between Lucifer and Satan. I know these are two different topics, but you brought them both up. But I know Lucifer was kind of a also in love, fell in love with himself, and he uh, the, he's known kind of as the planet. He's associated uh, to the planet Venus and the falling of the morning star, whereas Satan is more. Um, being the Michelle, one- you're on page 12 and I'm on page two. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll wait. <laughs> Thanks, coach. That's right. All right. Go ahead, Todd. Can't hear you, man. Okay. There you go. Hey, unbelievable. You brought this subject up. I started no, studying no, no. this a couple months ago. <laughs> I had some questions, just food for thought for the group. So, is it emotional or is it spiritual? Uh huh. And uh, another thing, I saw some recordings. Dr. Phil went deep into this a few times on some episodes. And one of the the conclusions he came up with is that it is intreatable. People that have this disorder, he said, you can't treat it. I I know that to be true. One of the reasons is because it's the, the nature of it 
is the person believes so strongly they're right. They're believing lies. They are. They are. So it's, and yeah, it's a crazy subject. Thank you. And so, Todd, our, our, our resident uh, pagan, Stephanie, who has trouble getting on here, she's, she just texted me and said this. They always say self-love. Self-love heals. But in game is they want you to they want to expose your soul and open you up always for you to open up to higher vibrations and higher self and spirit guides and guardian angels anything and everyone but Jesus let them guide you to what is best then they teach you reincarnation you always get another chance cuz surely you shall not die the lie of satan man huh oh my goodness think think about lebron james huh could the average person get a meeting with LeBron James? Could the average guy get a meeting with T.D. Jakes? Could you, get, could you go meet with John MacArthur? Could the average person get a meeting with Nancy Pelosi? Can you even get a meeting with your local representatives? Folks, there's a spirit of narcissism is sweeping across the nation, combined with Jezebel and Ahab. Ahab meaning the guy who's supposed to be in charge but doesn't have the stones to be in charge, so he hands it all off to his wife says, you handle it, honey. And the next thing you know, she's running the entire kingdom. And so what we see going on in America today is the ones, the church, by the way, truckers have more impact than pastors. The church is supposed to stand up and put this Jezebel narcissistic spirit in its place, and it doesn't. It runs in hide, it puts on masks, it closes down. And so Jezebel, this narcissistic spirit, is running everything, running everything in our in our federal in our nation in our federal government. Doesn't matter. Jeff Klein going to school board meeting. They think they're above everybody, folks. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. It's one of those great princes. That's oh my goodness. I'm seeing it so clear. So then, go ahead, Joe Allen, because I'm going to move in the same direction but kind of different. Well, this is the verbiage they use now. It's for the greater good. Yes. Yeah, that's, what, that's what Stephanie was saying. That's the point that, that she was making you, right? Because it, it all appears. Compliments. It all, it all. Oh, man. Oh, man. So you guys. Okay. What is this? Where do you want me to go? Okay. But, um, go to the last thing. What's the difference between a psychopath and a narcissist? Because they're not the same. Five differences between a psychopath and a narcissist. Scroll on down here. Have you ever wondered what's the difference between the two? Well, here it is. It's really really good stuff. Number one, material gains versus inflated ego. A psychopath wants something from you. Money, uh, influence, whatever. Uh, A narcissist. They just want to be in charge. They want attention. They're the ego. So that's the difference in those two things. A psychopath is after something. Number two, Spence, scroll on down. Number two, level of neuroticism. Understand that obnoxious ego and haughtiness, a narcissist is actually an anxious person. And any kind of threat to the perception of superiority is met with insecurity. Conversely, the psychopath is devoid of emotion, calm, and folks, it's like this. When a, I've seen it happen. When police officers show up and arrest 75, 80-year-old people blocking an abortion clinic, the cops are emotionless, just doing their jobs. That's a psychopath. Just following orders. That's a psychopath. A narcissist is the guy who's above the psychopath giving the orders to go arrest the people. The guy above doesn't care either. The bad problem is the the, uh, psychopath is the guy that just follows orders. Number three, a need for admiration. Mm, Narcissists get envious when someone else gets the attention. (laughs) So it's not uncommon for them to try to steal somebody else's thunder to take credit for, right? And again, remember this. Psychopaths are just following orders. That's all they're doing. Number four, presence of guilt and shame. By, my, by now, it must be clear to you that psychopaths don't feel many emotions. How can a cop, I saw 
Eva Adel, 82-year-old Holocaust survival, handcuffed and drugged out of an abortion clinic in Louisville, Kentucky. And I don't know how any man, any man could do that to an 82-year-old woman. But they do it because why? They're just following orders. They're emotionless. Chad, you out there? Are cops trained to be that way, Chad? Are cops trained to not have emotions? Are cops trained to just do their jobs? If they are, they're psychopaths. Number five. Yes. Yes. Were you a psychopath, Chad? Somehow I don't think you were. <laughs> well, just because you're, you're taught that doesn't mean you apply that. That's right. <laughs> but it is taught, is it not, Chad? Just do your job. Ignore yeah, yeah. the don't breaking the law. Don't get wrapped up in it. Don't get wrapped up in it. And then number five, a sensitivity to punishment. Because of all the differences we've discussed so far, the narcissist is more likely to conform to pro-social behavior. They want to avoid punishment as it will hurt their reputation. That's why Hillary needs to be arrested. That's why Cuomo needs to be arrested. They hate that. They want to be admired. Psychopaths, can they, they don't care. <laughs> Psychopaths don't care about punishment. They'll try to avoid it because it acts as an obstacle to their pleasure-seeking. Other than that, the idea of punishment doesn't, they don't bother them much. going to sue you. going to sue you. They don't, they don't care. Go ahead, sue me. They don't care. See the difference in the two? All right? I believe both of them being, one of them is clearly spiritual, but the other is an Ahab, a cop that goes in and ignores his conscience, is an Ahab. Huh? What did, what did uh, Cool Hand Luke say? Calling it your job, don't make it right. Calling it your job, don't make it right. All right that's, and so I, I know Dr. Paul wants to get in here. I'll get Jeff and Nell in here first. Here's what it is. So think about the American Medical Association. Think what's going on with doctors. Think how mad doctors get when you question their science. Think how mad Fauci gets. Look at what's going on and how they're criticized. Oh, my goodness. This is, this is so good. Jeff and Nell, go. Yes, uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I, I, the, the Hollywood actors and stuff are absolutely crazy, insane. Uh, recently, there was a movie that came out, the Sundance Film Festival, about f- female relationships coming out. So they're pushing the narrative now to change, to eliminate the word lesbian to female relationships, common as goals, mm-hmm. homosexuality, debauchery and promiscuity, and make it look like it's naturally healthy. They're psycho. They're absolutely oh, they're, nuts. They're not. No, they're demonic. They're demonic. And it affects them psychologically. Folks, we have to begin to recognize what's going on. Let me give you another one. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? The most narcissistic people that you will ever run into are those who are sexually confused. Their entire life is centered around what they do with their dinger. Their entire life. They identify by it. And you tell me that that is not demonic, that everything they think, they think their whole life is shaped by who they want to have sex with and when they can have it. Huh, folks, this is demon demonology. This is demonology. And what are we doing in America? We are accepting the demonology as normal. Teaching our children transgenderism is normal. You look at what's going on in the government. You look at what's going on with Joe Biden. They aren't dealing with anything that's important. Everything they're dealing with is rooted in narcissism, somebody's selfishness, my right, my choice, my, 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 uh, discrimination, prejudice, hatred, everything is, is what? It's appealing to that narcissistic spirit. Go ahead, Paul, Doc, Paul, then Jack. Uh, the concept of malignant narcissists you be, should be aware of, too. It's not something in the DSM, which is a, a crocky little book also, so be careful about reading that. But uh, um, it's sociopathy, it's uh, Machiavellianism, and narcissism. And Fauci fits that big time. He uh, Remember, he allowed a lot of kids to die with his mm. little experiments. He is probably the demon, in my mind, the demon. And uh, God bless you if he ever comes near me. (laughs) (laughs) Fauci, Bill Gates. We can just run down the list, can't we? With these narcissists. Bernie. Was it Bernie I said next? Or 
I'm having, I'm having fun today. This is so good. This is such such an eye opener to me. Go ahead, Bernie. Yeah, Coach. Sometimes I wonder if people go into politics because they can't hold down a real job. But I was uh, reading in Judges. Um, there's this point, Judges. Um, what nine eight? Once the trees went forth, anointing king over them. They said to the olive tree, "Reign over us." But the olive tree said unto them, "Shall I leave my fatness, which with God is honored, God and man honored, and go to wave over the trees?" Then the tree said to the fig tree, "Come, you come and reign over us." But the fig tree said to them, "Shall I leave my sweetness and my good fruit and yeah. go to wave over the trees?" Yeah. Then the tree said to the vine, "You come and reign over us." But the vine said to them, shall I leave my new wine, which tears God and men, and go to wave over the trees? And finally, all the trees said to the bramble, you come and reign over us. Yeah, and the bramble is- said to the trees, if in truth you are anointing me as king over you, come and take refuge in my shade. And by the yep. way, I don't know what kind of shade the bramble has. but Well, bramble has no not, roots. It has no roots. It has not. no foundation. It has nothing it stands upon. Right, right, right. Yeah, this is a just a horrible thing. But anyway, just I thought that was interesting when you consider yeah. this is why the government has to be nothing but what it has. But the only reason why we need government and nothing they should do nothing else besides that. They're then, taking over everything. We've let them. We've let them because why? We're Ahab. Christian church is Ahab. Come on in, country girl. Then Naomi. To answer the question, is it emotional or spiritual? It is spiritual. The spiritual manifests in the physical. So emotions are just physical manifestation of the spiritual. And the Bible says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. That Mm -hmm. is why they are after the children. They are training up the children in pride. Narcissistic behavior. That's what they're doing. Amen. Folks, it's so obvious, isn't it? Isn't it obvious? Naomi, come on in then, Kevin. So we're being programmed to be psychopaths ourselves because the government said to do it. So I'm going to wear this mask and I'm going to. And the the church says, don't judge, right? Don't judge. You just sit there. Don't say anything, right? Exactly. And the doctor says, take it. So I take it without thinking for ourselves. We don't think for ourselves. We're just psychopaths ourselves. We are. (laughs) Kevin, then Mark. All right. So just to tail end off on what USA Country Girl was just saying, notice over the last decade, we've taught our children to have self-esteem, 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 esteem esteem oneself, instead of teaching them to have self-respect. When the Bible tells us not to esteem ourselves more highly than we ought. <laughs> oh, you mean I shouldn't put myself on a pedestal? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Come on, hey, come on. This is I'm Kevin. Hey, hey I'm great. It's all about me. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, yeah. that you know, if you had any self-respect, you would know that was a shameful thing. So, so Kevin, when I, I remember when I was coaching, I had a meeting one time with some some uh, dad. Actually, his mom. The mommy was mad that their, her son wasn't playing more, so sent daddy and sent Ahab in to meet with the coach. <laughs> And so I sat there and I listened to it, uh, listened to them make their argument for about two minutes. And when they got done, I said, well, listen, here's, here's the problem. This team ain't about you. And you right. getting playing time. It ain't about you. I looked right at his dad. I said, you understand that, don't you? This football team ain't about your son. Your son gets to be on it. He gets to sacrifice and play for us. But it ain't about him. Amen. The meeting was over. And then they tried to fire him because they said, he won't listen. Coach doesn't listen. Yeah, dude. I hear. <laughs> I don't just listen. I hear. Go ahead. Quickly, Kevin. Mark Trump. Yeah, you mentioned something that I think's a mic drop, Coach. How long does it take people to become narcissistic? So you Ooh. mentioned they're starting with the children. Yep. So this is, they got a narcissistic generation if not more than one maybe three narcissistic generations before those old timers who knew war who knew war they did all right so you got narcissism in children that was put there and one of the areas that's doing it is the whole idea of everybody gets a trophy Mm -hmm. everybody gets it nobody loses and the children never have to compare themselves to one another because they're all taught they're little G gods. That's right, brother. You know, 
the other visual I couldn't stop thinking of is what if a vaccination needle, what if that was a cage? See, people are wanting it. People are, are going to choose it because it's their religion, regardless of what the government says. Kroger is banning anyone basically working there without vaccination after they said it's not required in the federal government. So these countries are the little G gods that people are seeking. They're seeking out the cage, the metal to put in their bodies. I don't understand it, of course, unless they just want to be a part of the world and they know that's the only way to do it, coach. Yep, and sitting at the top of the whole thing is a narcissist, and the people in charge are narcissists. And if you can be honest about it, when the Lord told us greater love has no man than this, then he would lay down his life, which is the opposite of narcissism. And we're telling people to get a shot so they can save themselves because it's narcissism. See, it's that same spirit, man. It's that same spirit. Wow. John Pellison, come on in. Yeah, brother, you hit on it just a little earlier here when you mentioned Jezebel. I've seen a, a Jezebel come into a ministry. She was ignored by most. Um, I was one of the few that didn't. Um, I did end up paying the price for that. But uh, I've noticed that the Jezebel amazingly has sway over the narcissist. And uh, when uh. the two become one, that ministry is doomed. And uh, she'll back anything he says, anything he does, and nobody will dare raise a hand, raise a fist, raise anything. It's amazing. <laughs> And by the way, uh, a good, good, uh, good point, John. Uh, listen, folks, Jezebel isn't always a woman. It's a spirit. It's not a woman. Free by truth. Um, thank you, Coach. This really hits home for me. I'll try to make. I'll try not to be emotional myself. My mother was a classic narcissist, and I grew up with it. Um, one of the things they like doing is they like having their favorite child and the black sheep. In the mm. family, they always have control. And it was always about the image. It was always, you always had to make this perfect image for everybody. You had to have the best clothes, the best everything. And the thing was, is I always hated it. I always wanted the truth. Mm. So I was a classic back black sheep because I always was like, it's not true. But it's this is hitting home. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, make you cry. There. I'm not. I'm not laughing at you. I'm not laughing at you. Bless your heart, Brock. Bless you. I get it. Bless your heart, sweetie. Come on in, Jack. <clears throat> yeah, Coach. You might want to bring up Twenty Nine Palms as part of this. Well, why don't you bring it up? What do you mean I might want to? Because well, I don't want to take it. The, the, the Twenty Nine Palms was was the uh, Marine base where they did the test to see how many. Narcissists or actually psychopaths. They're looking for the psychopaths. They're going to encourage them. They're going to nurture them. And then they're going to turn them loose. But they needed to know so you have to be, who had the tendency first. You have to be a psychopath to, to run for office. That's what I think. You have to be. You have to be. You have to be a narcissist to run for office. You have to be. I mean, that's the way I say it. Joe Allen and Patriot. Then I want, I want to give you one more thing here before I leave. I give you some homework. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, Jack, Jack just stole my thunder. Well, but, you're welcome. But, but, look, no, I hate the verse I, I don't like too much in the Bible is about following the government. Get a government. Is, is that being the psychopath? Well, we don't even understand the meaning of government. The government right. shall be upon his shoulders. The government, in other words, self-government. Self-government shall be upon his shoulders. And when self-government gets out of line, then family government steps in and makes a difference. And then when family government doesn't get it right, then church government steps in and make a difference. And then when church government doesn't uh, uh, do what it's supposed to do, then legal government steps in. Mili the police step in, right? And we don't teach our children self-government. We don't even know what that means. We think government is someplace in D.C. or someplace in the courthouse. We don't understand its control of oneself, self-government. That's why the Bible and the Ten Commandments were so critical that we taught them to our children because we taught them self-control, self-government. If you teach them self-government, you don't need the other steps. 
But we know this, the church, first of all, the family's broken, so there's no family government. And we certainly know the church is broken. The church will not intervene in family government. We know that to be true. And then we, know, we see what happens. Then the federal government steps in, and this is the mess that we have. Gee, Craig, come on in. Well, Coach, just uh, tapping into what Judges uh, 9 was about the tree and the bramble. And this is yep. how you read the Bible deep, right? Yep. Moses Moses was speaking to what the bramble bush and what did they put on Jesus a crown of thorns Mm. same thing and that's what it's talking about will you be our king in Judges 9 yeah it's funny in Judges 9 they were asking they were asking for a king right and all the people that they respected didn't do it so the old bramble bush uh, Joe Joe Biden said I'll do it yeah hell yeah I'll do it I'll do it yeah but the bramble bramble bush is who was speaking to Moses it was Jesus Mm, coming out of the bramble. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, listen, I know y'all want to get in here. I want to, I want to give you some homework here today, okay? Because uh, my good friend, Michelle, I think she's my good friend, was bringing it up, folks. Uh, what are the names? Is there a difference between Satan and Lucifer? Are they the same guy? Let me ask you this. Without... Without digging too deep in it, have you ever thought about it? Do you know that the word Lucifer is mentioned only three times, I think, in the entire scripture? I did a study. I checked it out this morning. Only three times is that name used. And when Jesus throws Lucifer, oh, Lucifer, how thou have fallen, from then on, he's not Lucifer anymore. He becomes Satan. Are Lucifer and Satan the same thing? Are they? And I, I went to this article right here, which is really, really fascinating to me, that there's a difference, uh, Stephanie, between Satanists and Luciferians. Did you guys know that? Have you ever learned that in your Presbyterian Baptist Church of God? You ever learned that? Now, I'm not going to go down because I'm just going to, you do your own research, but I'm going to lay this out there for you, okay? Luciferians have their own religion. They don't care about Christianity. They don't care about anything. They are living a Luciferian religion. Satanists, did you ever just stop right there? Wouldn't you think those are the same people? Luciferians and Satanists? Well, they're not. The Satanists' job is to destroy Christianity. Luciferians are not trying to destroy Christianity. They're ignoring it. They're working it. They're doing it all on their own, in private sometimes. Most times, most people don't even know it. The Satanists are openly out trying to destroy Christian. Anybody know that? Do you guys know that? My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. This put the, Spence, you can uh, you can put this in the chat because we don't have time to go down through all of it. You guys can do all you want to, but I I hey Spencer, pull up there. Names of the devil, folks. These are basic things that we I don't even think about. I don't even think about. How many different names, references are there? Well, there's 15 names according to this website. Beelzebub versus several names that are either used to refer to the devil himself or another devil that serves under him. Click to the next one. Apollyon. The name Apollyon is mentioned in Revelation 9-11. is used to refer to a king of demons. Next one. Mammon, the word mammon appears in the Gospel of Luke and Matthew, which were recounting one of Jesus' sermons. Jesus used this term to refer to the wicked greed and desire for wealth. Next one. Legion, the name of a demon or a group of demons that Jesus encounters in the Gospels of Luke and Mark. Next one. Azazel, name Azazel is translated of scapegoat rituals mentioned in Leviticus 16. Next one. Mephistopheles comes from German legend of Faust, 
Dr. Fauci, huh? And the legends of Faust is, is bored with life and pleads to the devil to give him knowledge and measure, pleasure, happy to oblige. A demon named Mephesopheles appears. Next one. The Antichrist. The next one. More demons, devils. While Satan is the devil, he doesn't. Whoa. While Satan is the devil, he doesn't rule alone in his fiery pit of hell. He has many devils that work under him, gleefully spreading evil and corrupting humanity. Next one. Is that it? All right, story started at 10. So anyway, Belial, right? The name Belial is used to directly refer to the devil in 2 Corinthians. Next one. Old Nick. What? St. Nick? Old Nick is an informal nickname for the devil. The last has been used since 1600s. Old St. Nick or Nicholas. Next one. The serpent. The name of the serpent for the devil is largely based on Genesis 3. Next one. Running out of time here. The prince of darkness. This is the name for devil appeared in Paradise Lost. William Shakespeare's King Lear. The prince of darkness. Next one. Lucifer comes out of uh, basically Islamic scripture. The name Lucifer is often the source of debate among biblical scholars. Lucifer, next one. Iblis. We will stick with the Islamic scripture for now. The, he, the devil's called Iblis in, in the Quran. Next one. Ash Shaitan. Shaitan. Devil appears in Muslim scripture. There is again another name. I understand it's the Quran. I get it. Next one. Satan, perhaps the best well-known name for the devil, is Satan. Name appears repeatedly in the Bible, such as in Luke. Same, then Satan entered into Judas. Woo! Oh, I could preach right there. Next one. I think it's the last one. And the number one one, the devil. Diablo. Diabolical. Wow. 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 Hey, was Zeus a name for him or not? Zeus? I don't think so. Zeus. Zeus. Okay. Zeus. Oh, good. Mark Trump's into that stuff. Is would Zeus be one of them, Mark, or a a maybe not a name for him, but a representation of the devil? Would Zeus be that, Mark? Doubt it. I, I don't know. I think there were was a divine council, and I think yeah. when the angels fell, some of the divine council fell, which were some of the leaders of the pack. So, so folks, listen. Lucifer was the created cherub, right? Lucifer. And then when I when Lucifer fell, the Bible says I saw Satan fall. Somewhere along the line, he went from Lucifer to Satan. You say, well, he's the same God. Well, of course, I'm not the same God. It's the same creature, sure, but a different manifest. I don't know, man. I, you do your own study. Don't write me and tell me how I'm wrong and I'm going down the wrong. Just do some research on your own. Is it Beelzebub? Is he Satan? Is he Lucifer? Is he what is this guy? What is this guy? Larry, come on in. Yeah, he, he, you said it earlier. He's legion. The, the, all the names you've mentioned are the ones specifically delineated. But there are hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of other names that he can go under. I mean, he is a spirit. He's an evil spirit. He's not a label. Amen. <laughs> evil spirit, not a label. Go ahead, Reg, quickly. So Luciferianism is the highest form of religion up for they're like it's the enlightened ones it's a level you have to get to it's like the perfection of in your human body of your your faith your religion and so there comes with that great gifts you know but your satanist that's like the little foot soldiers it's like yeah, there you go. <laughs> how many of you even knew that did, it, did anybody have to know that Huh, come on, they didn't teach you that in your church of God. They didn't teach you that in your in your Baptist church. Right? They never even mm-hmm. brought it up. And we're not going to be in the division of vices. I did. I did. <laughs> I'm sending you all my stuff. All right, <laughs> it's Jack. in your mail. All right, Jack. You're muted. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I wanted to go back to the one thing that uh, somebody brought up, the king issue. All through Scripture, we're we're told to have self governance, and every time the people wanted a king, God said, "No, I'm the king." 
All you have to do is follow my rules and you can govern yourselves. But here we are 2000 years later and we're still begging for a king because we don't have the most fundamental concepts of self-governance. We don't have the most fundamental elements of self-governance. Folks, there is so much we don't understand. God, I love this show. We'll see you tomorrow.